Hey y'all, welcome once again to another episode of Rivals on Bikes. Uh, I'm Masood Hawk, I'll be your lovely DM again. Uh, let's go around the table, introduce ourselves, starting off with Brandon. Hi everybody, uh, I'm Brandon Stennis. Uh, today I'll be playing uh, Le- uh, London Lancaster, um, pronouns he, him for both me and London. And then uh, Sharif. Hey, my name is Sharif Jackson. He, him. Uh, I'll be playing Clyde Rutherford, peach enthusiast uh, and uh, entrepreneur. Awesome. And moving on our way to Tanya. Hey, I'm Tanya. I am playing uh, Colleen Fouché, the adult cousin to London and wondering what economic hell we fell in that uh, peaches cost $5. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then last but not least Latia. hi i'm Latia. i'll be playing uh micah kensington a conspiracy theorist extraordinaire and uh i knew that this all was happening the whole time i swear <laughs> exactly and like i said my name is masood hockey him uh and we're playing kids on bikes uh it's instead of the usual dungeons and dragons this stream is sponsored by blue microphones uh, blue microphones the sound of the divine Pick up yours at blue.com. Uh, we're really happy to have them sponsor us. This is a really fun a game. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a blast so far. Uh, if you haven't caught up on what's going on, we're kind of two, like, uh, two sessions in. Our first session was world building. And then our uh, last session that we just did was actually diving into the count of Corrington. And I'd love for folks to go around and um, I don't know. Tell me what you remember from uh, last week. What do you think is pertinent that the folks uh, at home should be aware of? It was Archie all along, was and Archie. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is some Twilight Zone, you know, what is it, like Scooby-Doo type mystery, except way more deadly. <laughs> and And Colleen is like, I should have moved to Chicago with my friends like I thought I was going to. This is like, this is why my friends don't live in a small town. <laughs> and now she regrets her life choices. <laughs> and also, she's still mad that peaches were $5. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Also, you lost a door on one of your favorite cars. I think it was a... Oh, yeah. yeah. The Chevy Impala, which I... Not just the car. Yeah. No, we, we're driving the Impala right. yeah. now. It was my um, 57 yeah. Chevy that got jacked exactly. up. Exactly. Oof. By uh, by yeah. leaf leaf people, <laughs> by leaf people, yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. People. Yeah, so um, you know, when we went down in the haunted house, we uh, somehow ended up um, you know below ground and came across a secret ritual. Um, we saw people, bodies, no hearts, flowers growing out where the, the hearts were, and uh, and then they turned into uh, leaf monsters. Uh, that we uh, booked it out of there, and uh, one got on Colleen's car, uh, and uh, yeah, we were swerving. I was chucking peaches at it, uh, <laughs> and uh, we thankfully escaped with our lives. But mm-hmm. uh, um, Clyde, uh, who did not realize that Rebecca was down uh, in that thing, even though the D- even, even though that that, that Masood said it, uh, did not register in Clyde's mind because he was so. <laughs> Uh, freaked out uh, that he, such a weird, bizarre situation. Yeah, such a bizarre right? situation. Um, so, so he was like, "Oh wait, like, like Rebecca is watching my daughter, April." 
Um, so now April is gone with a message, uh, app- uh, 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 apparently from Archie, uh, mm-hmm. saying, you know, don't sell on my land. Uh, so I was looking to get April back. That's uh, perfect. I think it, that kind of covers up most of everything. Um, the other stuff, if you want to find out about like more detailed or info, um, it might come up. We might draw back to some things that uh, have gotten um, that may have happened and we haven't recalled, but we'll see. Um, so I want to ask you guys, uh, the last we had left off, um, from what I recall, let me just see, looking at my notes, finding what I'm looking for. Um, yes. Uh, our core ominous music of Corrington, our Corrington crew, had arrived in uh, Colleen's Chevy Impala pulling up to the gate, stepping out, armed to the teeth with gardening tools, a single firearm, and unabashed courage to face the unknown. Greeting them was one of the leaf people that earlier had stood at the gate of the farm, watching them as their brethren chased after. It looks at you all, gazes. How long have you guys been standing there? Ten minutes, maybe? Yeah. Say that a couple minutes. No one inches closer. You guys are just sort of in the parking lot, gazing at this thing. To your knowledge, um, to what you recall... It doesn't seem that it can step forward, but it doesn't seem like it's going to step down. And after 10 minutes, it looks at you all. Mouth appears as vines and branches split apart, creaking, cracking, and it gazes you with a crooked smile. It cries, and you hear four other screeches from within the fall festival of Corrington. Then, it dissipates, slowly from the leaves on its bottom, descending into the earth, staring at you all until it is gone. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> you know what? We got a full tank of gas. Well, I, I mean, you guys can leave, but I, I still think that uh, April's here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go follow these things. Are you sure we no, should go not, do that right now? We're not. I mean, I'm not leaving you behind. Look, I, like, I, I only have one thing on my mind now, and and that's my girl. So, um. I know it's probably a trap. I know that they're probably baiting us, but um, I I can't just leave. I can't just leave. Hey, Clyde, I have a question. Yeah? How many more non-Archie peaches do you have in your car? Um, uh, I'm going to rummage around my uh, backpack 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, your car, uh, Micah brings up a good point. Your mm-hmm. car is in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You didn't go home. It's still there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go check your trunk and see how many yeah, you got. If, if it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah I'll, and then, I'll go check the trunk. Uh, and this is going to be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a, give me a brains roll. Okay. And whatever you get is how many, um, like, bundles of peaches you brought with you. And it's like a typical, like, if you were to buy a bag of apples, that's what I'm kind of imagining. Okay. So you got, you got a 15? Uh, My goodness. You have, you open up your trunk and there are just peaches and peaches and peaches. You count. And yeah, 15 bags. You thought you were going to make a huge sale <laughs> off of uh, this, this fall festival, man. Charging five, uh, five. Okay. I've got, I'm going to do some very quick math of what you thought you were going to get from selling these peaches. 15 times five times five. Cause you were selling them $5 a pop, yeah. right? And then you, okay. Three seventy like five peaches in there. Yep. You're going to make 375 bucks mm-hmm. off of your peaches. Mm-hmm. It's 19 and we're going to assume that in, uh, 1989. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, dude. For right? one evening. Well done. Um, yeah, what do you? What happens as you open the trunk? Uh, so as I op- op- open the trunk, um, you know, I, you know, I kind of forgot how many peaches I had because you know this has been kind of a ridiculous night. So like I op- 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 open the trunk and I slowly look back at Micah, um, and like I I say, oh, I t- I definitely think I have enough peaches. What do you want to do? Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go over to his trunk and I'm going to pull out two bundles of peaches and stuff them in my backpack. Nice. Wait, what I'm going to take one peach. Look, what are you going to so do with my peaches? When we look, it's, it's, it, this is important. Look, I'll pay you for these peaches. Um, five bucks a when, peach. Remember that I, I, and if I pay you five dollars a peach, <laughs> you want your kid back or not? <laughs> Mike agreed. Mike agreed. We have the weapons. It's a verbal contract. <laughs> We do well, have here's the, the thing. Yeah. Here, here's 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 the thing. Um, when we were when when Colleen was driving away and you were throwing your peaches at these leaf dudes, they didn't like them. And these peaches are not from Archie's farm, right? They are definitely not. Okay, so I think that if we fight peaches with peaches. Mm-hmm. We might have something. Uh, we we might have something. A, a little bit of a, an upper hand on these weird leaf people. And I'm gonna take my machete and I'm gonna like, ca- like carve into the peach and I'm gonna like drag the machete through it so that I've got peach juice on my machete. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I like the idea. Okay. I like the idea. It, yeah. Anybody else want some peach juice? I'll take some from my bat. I'm just gonna take like some peaches and uh, sling them on like my other hip. Be like, all right, we good, we good, we got peaches. I mean, should I like? Should because I was thinking like I have bullets, but then the bullets will get sticky and get stuck in the gun. So I do have a bladed weapon. Whenever we run into something, I'm gonna do the same thing, but I'm not gonna walk around with a sticky blade right mm-hmm. now. 
Oh yeah. Well, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll like always have peaches at the ready, so you can always just, you know, use them at the proper moment. You like pull out a backpack uh, and you just start dumping as many peaches Mm -hmm. as you can that can like fit in it. So of uh, how many bags do you get in? Let's see. I, I, this, I don't know what to roll to make. I'm trying to look at the stats and to see how many peaches you can fit into a backpack. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say you decide, is this a brawn? Or is this the brains? Are you shuffling them in there, or are you like tetrising them into? I'm kind of tetrising them because okay, if I shove them in there, th- then they're gonna like bash against each other. So yeah, I'm I am trying to. I would say brains because I'm trying to like put them in such a way that they're not too damaged. Awesome. I'm gonna give you then a modular check. Um, if you get a um, three, you get a, if you get a four to five you can fit uh, three bags into this backpack, so 15 okay. peaches. If you get a um, six or seven, you can fit a fourth bag. And if you get higher than a seven, you can fit all five. Okay. All right. And that's brains, right? That's another brains. 15. Oh, no, that's the last Ooh, one. 11. Sweet. Terrific. Uh, and so... Wait, oh, you know what it is? Okay, okay. What's up? I think you're getting plus three to these rolls because you have you have your adversity tokens checked. You would still pass them without oh. it. You would have gotten an eight, so you'd you'd have done fine. Do you have but to just uncheck like, those? I, there's another method for you to track. Because I think that's more or less how many adversity tokens are you using on the Oh, that's okay. How, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just track them separately, oh. though. Cool. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Um, so you, doesn't matter. You fit all five bags into this backpack. Um, and as you're putting them into place, um, you're picking up your peaches, you're feeling them. Um, you are taken back to your first day, um, of work on this farm. What was that like? Um, Clyde was pretty nervous. Um, you know, he doesn't know much about uh, farm work, um, but he knew he needed, uh, you know, to make some money. Um, yeah. And he knew that, you know, that this peach farm is one of the, you know, big ways to 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 like make money since you know since the EDM company is uh, not hiring as much. So he kind of went in there like not expecting to like it, but just kind of doing what he had to do. So he had not a great first day. I feel that um, you had not a great first day. How did you? How did you get the job at Archie's? Um, he just straight up went there and just said, you know, can I speak to who's in charge? Like, you know, I, I, uh, you know, um, I might not know a lot about farming, but I, but 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 I'm a quick learner. Mm. Um, so he kind of kind of took the uh, gorilla approach. Uh, he did not get this job on LinkedIn. He did not uh, <laughs> go on Prodigy or whatever was up in uh, in like '89. He did not go to Keyword Peach Farm, you know, on uh, AOL to try to get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just went up there and it worked. Yeah, um, and then, but why? Why the Peach Farm of all places? 
Like you're back, you come back, you're back in quarantine, mm-hmm. right? Like you return home. Why is the peach farm the place that you look for employment? Um, because you know it, it is. Uh, it's one of the things th- that quarantine is known for. Um, so he knows that it'll be somewhere that'll always have business, mm-hmm. and he's looking for you know for somewhere that can give him like a steady paycheck. Awesome. So um, you show up just at the quarantine uh, farm. You're talking to Archie. And um, he looks at you after you say, what, what do you say? You just say, hey, I just need a job. And I'm a hard worker. Yes. You relate the, the, the strengths. He eyes you over. All right. Why don't, why don't you come out and let me see. Let me see how you work the field. Let's see how you handle some peaches. Come on. Uh, and he takes you outside and he shows you where some peach pits are mm-hmm. that he's planting uh, in the grove to replace some of the older trees. Um, and as he looks down at you, uh, he looks at you and he says, no, boy, you're doing it all wrong. <clears throat> Look, peaches need there's five things to make a good peach tree, son. All right? You need good earth. Takes the earth. He holds it in his hand. Now, now smell it. Mm-hmm. You, mm. you smell that fresh, yeah. fertile. It's got its nutrients right there. Rich, this is the food that it will consume. Next, you need the peach pit. This is Well, this becomes the wood of the tree, son. This... The thing about nature is it's earth-given life. Do you understand? The earth, the earth right here, it, it doesn't have a consciousness. It doesn't think for itself. But this, this is, this is the start. Places it down. Next, you cover it with earth, but you got to make sure there's enough air. It needs to breathe like all of us here from the same planet it needs it. Finally. It needs water, something to drink. Without that, where would we be? And last, once it's broken through from that nourishment, it requires more than what was given. It needs heat, son. The what else is life but heat? It needs. He points to the uh, sun. Mm-hmm. Says he needs that fire like all of us. And only with that will it grow. Now, show me how you do it the next ones. Man, you go forth and he's mm-hmm. watching over you as you plant each tree um, and you're back. You're sort of recalling back where you were in the car. You've just finished tying it. You close it up, put your backpack on. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you all do? How far are we from like a doorway? Because we're at the gate and we're we're inside the gate after we saw the creepy leaf dude mm-hmm. screech and and go into the ground, mm-hmm. right? And heard other screeches. Just want to know, yeah. right? Oh, I didn't forget. Okay, those. good. Trust Just me. want to make sure. <laughs> Don't do that again. That's gonna haunt me. Um, God, I was practicing it before the session, and Misha was just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Don't, don't worry about it. It'll be worth it." Oh my god. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Um so I'm looking like to see like yeah. 
Is there a doorway? Does it look like there's a basement to go into? Mm-hmm. Somewhere where they may have taken um, Clyde's kid. So, or a way back to where we popped out of there. For sure. So where you guys now are now at is you're in the parking lot at the entrance to the fall festival. So you have to, okay. if you want to go um, where you think the kid is or into that ritual room, um, give me. I don't, I don't know how to. Like, give me a brains check on this, and I'll say um, it's a difficulty. Um, just looking at your character sheet. Uh, it's going to be a difficulty, uh, let's say nine. Difficulty nine. Okay. And I am I unchecked adversity, so it didn't give me a... Nice. Um, why is it not letting me roll? Um, sorry, it is not letting me roll for some reason. Okay, so let me let me she, see. I mean, she automatically succeeds. I will just roll a d twenty. What? Yeah. Not yeah. I'm clicking it. Nothing's happening. Let me just roll a d twenty sure. on the desk. That is a nineteen. Oh, perfect. You super recall from your knowledge, like you're looking at it. You're thinking about the message that you received and everything, and one thing kind of stands out to you. The first building that was ever constructed on this land before anything else, before even the farmhouse, before even um, the estate, it was Corn Hall. And so where the haunted house was taking place. So you, you kind of think, it kind of clicks for you that that's the direction that you all need to go. All right, I um I share that with the group, and uh, I've I've got machete ready to be. Oh, that sounds that would sound so bad. Never mind. Your machete ready? Um, yeah, it, I was gonna go somewhere else with it with the peach juice, and I just caught myself. Um, I'm I got a machete up. It's yeah. like, and I'm just leading the way. Like we, this is the way to go. Awesome. You're out in front of the group. And as you're walking um, through this, like, weird and creepy empty fall festival, um, you think back to a time when you came here with your parents. Um, and let me see what I, I want to make sure I have this right. I want to ask you, um, what was the tradition that you all would do together? What is Like, what is the thing the Fouchés, like the three of y'all, would always do. Like other people had their things like, oh, we always go in the hayride. We always do. Everyone always did the haunted house. But what was the special thing that you all did? Um, We did the maze, which, you know, ties into Colleen's love of puzzles. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was always a fun thing to try to like get out ahead of her parents <laughs> or, you know, depending on who finished first, it was always a thing you kind of rib each other about the rest of the day at the festival, but the maze is their thing to do. And so uh, you are in the maze. Um, You're, let's say, seven years old at this point. Um, You're running around sort of exploring. um, And you hear your parents, your mom says, Colleen, don't get too far ahead. Come on. This is, uh, we know you love it, but it worries me. Uh, And your your dad's like, let her go. She always knows where she is. She's going to find us before we find her anyways. Uh, and you kind of take off. Um, and 
Give me a flight check of... Give me a flight check of five. Flight or fight? Flight. As you're kind of just running through this. Oops. There we go. That is fight. Oh, dang it. Yeah, they're so easy to confuse. Yep. You got it anyways. Uh, so you are running around and you kind of twist and turn and you get to the center first. This is the spot that you always try to get to before anybody else. And as you're waiting, your mom comes up and looks at you um, as you're sitting underneath the tree. Well, you did you did it again. Congratulations. <laughs> you beat us here. You feel proud? Of course. Of course you do. And you see your dad just kind of smirking. Uh, and, uh, they both sit with you next to, uh, the tree underneath it, um, put their arms around you. Uh, your mom puts her arm around you. Your dad puts his arm around her and kind of holds you all close. Uh, and you look out as the sun is setting, um, and your parents go and say, Colleen, we love Corrington so much. It's, our home. It's been a good place for us. Um, your mom says, and it's part of the Fouché name to be in Corrington. We've always been, you know, stewards of the land looking out. What's special about where we are is not the trees and it's not the peaches. It's she puts her hand on the tree. It's what hangs underneath. It's the roots. It's it's what ties us here. We, the Fouchés are good to Corrington because Corrington has been good to us. Um, and they look at each other and then look down at you. And uh, But uh, I don't know. Enough of that talk, your dad says. Uh, let's go get some funnel cake, huh? Or do you want an elephant here? Actually, your mom says, wait, what's the difference between the two? <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> I think one has powdered sugar, one doesn't actually. See? Look, one's powdered sugar and one doesn't. See, that's the diff. Come on. Wow. Let's go grab some. Uh, and uh, you walk off as you're winding back and down the maze pathways. Um, you're making your way around uh, through Corrington, uh, through the Fall Festival. And as you're pulling up, uh, you guys are making your way past, um, you, around a corner, I want to see what would be, um, everyone can give me a, a brains check. Let's say the check is uh, nine. You can substitute, uh, oh, perfect. Micah, you end up getting a 15, so you definitely see it as you're looking around the corner uh, and you hear it um it sounds like fan doors shutting um and you see around the corner there's dj sparky he's packing up loading his gear um and he looks and he sees y'all and says oh hey guys i thought i was all alone oh it's gonna say oh you know you don't dress up until the last day of the festival, right? Like, I saw, I saw you in that costume earlier. What are you guys going as? The rivals? 
There's some big trouble happening. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, big trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike, could you convince some of these of uh, another conspiracy going around? Look, Sparky, I know you and I have our differences, and I am just a small girl, but this is serious. And he looks at you. Um, how are you appealing to him in this moment? Are you um, what, what? What are you using? Are you using reason? Are you using charm? I, it's like I'm because if it's just reason, I'm gonna make you make kind of like two checks here. If it's just reason, um, your charm check is gonna be more difficult. If you're trying to uh, change it and like use more charm, then your brain check will be a little more difficult. Okay, um, I'm trying to kind of appeal to reason. Like, you know, whenever Micah starts talking about her conspiracy theories, et cetera, et cetera, there is a certain look in her eye that everybody knows. The look is absent. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if, I mean, if you could even call it a little bit of fear, there's a little bit of that in her eyes. And she's like looking at him with a very serious face. For sure. Uh, so serious. So I would say make a charm check of five and give me a brains check of 13. Okay. Uh, I'll go brains first. Heck. Uh, You said a brains check of 13? Yes. I'm going to use one of my adversity tokens for that. So I also want to say, yeah, this is... Yeah, you you can oh just the diversity perfect. You got a twelve. They'll bump it up. And then uh, my charm check. Ugh. Mm. Yes, I'm mm. Gotcha. Uh, and as you're there, he looks at you and says, <laughs> "You you know you almost." Had to be there. You o- you almost got me. Guys, I don't know what she's been thinking. It's... Look, come on. If you want... I don't know what happened with you all, but the festival basically shut down at midnight. Like, the power went out, and I've been... Everyone else was gone, so I was basically had to pack it all up myself. Uh, and I'm tired. I just have a little bit left. Can you guys just, like, help me out? All right. There's just a few more gears. I mean, if if you don't want to uh mayor brampton already said that he was going to help and around the corner uh mayor brampton is uh like you can see him he's uh got a bunch of gear in his hands he says yeah 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 don't worry we we got this we'll we'll be able to take care of it okay i'm going to uh run up to uh, Mayor to uh, Noah to M- 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 Mayor Bromington mm-hmm. and say, Where's my daughter? Your your daughter? Where's my daughter? How, how would I know? I saw you down there. I saw you down there with the rest of them. What? What do you do? You know what he's talking about, Sparky? And uh, he looks at the mayor and says, "No, probably another conspiracy that Micah cocked up. I don't know. Uh, what, look, 
why don't I'm sure your daughter's fine back at home. Um, and the mayor says, yeah, I bet wherever she is, she's safe. Uh, I feel like London like brings out the bat and he like slams it <laughs> on the on the ground. He's like, we know that something is wrong. Where is his daughter? We all saw you. Sparky's like, guys, guys, that's the mayor. What? And uh, Noah looks at you all and says, look, I'm sure that's a perfectly reasonable explanation for this. Uh, did you even go home? Did you even see if she was there, Clyde? Yes, I did. Do you want me? Oh, you know what? We should call the police then. Why? Why would you accuse me and not go to the police? I, I saw you and some other people down there, and I don't know what you're doing. It's some kind of creepy cult thing, but I saw you. I saw Archie. I saw uh, Rachel. I saw Rebecca, and you were all chanting and doing some weird stuff, and I don't know what you did with my girl, but I need her back. Sparky senses the tension in your voice as you like puff your chest up and kind of close distance with uh, the mayor and he walks in between the two of you and pulls back. hey hey Clyde okay April's missing uh, we understand that you're obviously really concerned we, we will do something about it we promise uh, and Mayor Brempton uh, puts the case that he's holding in his hands down he says yeah don't worry we're going to take care of it, okay? We've got it covered. And as he says that, his skin begins to ripple in the wind as it really, like, sort of transitions from being colored and laying on top of one another into a set of leaves. And as the leaves rustle, they pull apart and you see another leaf person. Uh, and... He moves forward, puts his arm around Sparky, and in a different voice, slightly gravelier, he goes, Now, I'm sure we can solve all of this peacefully and calmly. There's a political solution to this somewhere, isn't there? And Sparky turns and looks, looks at his hand, and then looks at you guys, and says, Help! And before you can get it, a vine wraps around his mouth oh. and gags him. Can I throw a peach at the mayor? Uh, go for it. Give me a fight check. Oh, boy. Ooh, you get an eight. You throw a peach and it hits him square in. Where? What are you aiming for? Um, I'm aiming for... What's the... How how much of the mayor is like behind Sparky? Like, what is the kind of like ratio there? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, the ratio there is he's right behind him. He went up and wrapped his arm yeah. around him, and then a vine went up and yeah. uh, found his mouth. Okay, uh, yeah. So I would I would have probably been aiming for his for his face, for his like because if he's if yeah because if he's right next to Sparky, that's probably the best thing that I can see. Absolutely. So you, uh, I'm gonna roll it against this guy's brawn, um, which is a d8. It ties. Damn. So as soon as it comes its way, he grabs Archie 
uh, sorry, uh, Sparky, and moves him in front as it hits him and says, now, now, let's not get too hasty, all right? Because thing about vines is that sometimes they have thorns, and you see one slide up and start to cut across uh, Sparky's face. Oh no! Don't hurt Sparky. Don't hurt Sparky. Just, just tell us where April is, and you can. That's that's all I care about. You just gonna let Sparky die? Right. Like I mean, Sparky is like not a part of this, and he. And I, I just want my daughter. Ridiculous. I just want my daughter. We have a ridiculous differences, but like maybe he could help us if we get him free. I want to attack with my bat. Heck yeah. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, what do I have to do for that? This is so give me a there. fight check. Okay. So whatever your, your fight roll is, give okay. me a roll. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make a brawn uh, oh. check against it. Okay. Oh, technically, I got a nine. Heck. Ooh. You got a seven. He got a one. Sweet. So you grab your bat, swinging low. How do you, like, uh, you've got Colleen, sorry, Micah and uh, Clyde arguing about uh Sparky's life. You've mm-hmm. got Colleen um looking over them trying like just sort of witnessing that. No one sees you move. Not mm-hmm. even Mayor Brampton. Um you crouch low, you grab your wrists around it. Out of the corner of your eye you see the uh metal bell that um I remember his name. That Jeffrey your uh, oh, yeah. date to the festival had knocked out earlier and summoning a strength better than you did previously. Uh, <laughs> you bring the bat up and poof, sort of clock him right on the side of the head. Mm. And you see the peach juice start to eat away at the vine man. And he screams in pain and falling backwards into a bunch of leaf puddles on the ground. Sparky falls to his knees. Um, and he gets up, hops into his car, and just peels out. Hmm. What did Sparky leave behind? Uh, you see, just like well, all, what did Sparky leave? All his behind? equipment. That's right? the great thing about kids on uh, kids on bikes. This is collaborative. Yeah, what what it, do you guys find? All his equipment, kid, uh, right? Yeah. His uh, oh, records, his uh. You know that kind of stuff, like his amp, like his oh, yeah. amps. You know his his amps and some records and uh... ooh, can the records be broken? You tell because you could slice the peaches with the record and throw shards of them. Heck let's yeah. say let's say uh, Mayor Bromington was holding a crate of records that he dropped exactly when he yeah when he, when he grabbed them when he transformed heck yeah so he drops this crate they shatter um and you've got some like shards of vinyl yeah. um, sitting there what what albums were ruined what what <laughs> albums were like what were they singles were they full-on tracks like oh, these these are full um, albums these are albums these are full albums so that makes it even more tragic yeah. and we're all mad because like this was good music that you <laughs> mm-hmm, ruined yeah. Someone picks up Ice Ice Baby and it's like, oh, actually, God. I'm okay with this. This is fine. <laughs> Sharing it up. Um, his 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 Halloween albums for sure. Yeah. So my like my uh, my yeah uh 
uh, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monster Mash. Yeah, Monster oh. Mash for sure. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. Let me let me check a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't oh, think yeah. Ice Ice Baby was out in '89. I don't, it might. Oh, the, actually, it might not have been. Yeah, the Rocky like Horror Picture right Show before. soundtrack. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, yeah, this is what we're using as our shards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna heck yeah. So you guys now like grab some shards. You put them. A little bit of peach you saw on them, especially after you saw how effective that bat was. Um, and you kind of have like these little like daggers on you just in case things get too close. Um, it actually was released in 1989. Ice Ice Baby came out the year that our festival was taking place. So actually, it's a chart topper. People <laughs> love it. They're honestly probably more heartbroken about that. Uh but maybe not. I don't know. It depends on your vibe and whether or not you're listening to pop music of 1989. Um, and so you all uh, get yourself set. And uh, Micah, as you're going through these records and looking at um, the tracks, uh, you are having a moment of when the last time you're... It was like a time... Let me put this. Uh, I had this written out. Um, you recall one of the trips you went on with your dad. Um, what did that look like to you and why was it so memorable? Uh, it was, where did we go? He, we just went on a drive through the, uh, through the 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 country because mm-hmm. i love the outdoors and we went camping nice and so you guys are out camping um and he uh pulls out a wrap and um like a present and he says here i got you this gift from my last expedition when i was out in uh the mediterranean sea we uncovered this wonder it, honestly it really was a glorious excursion and deep sea diving um and he pulls out this wrap and it's uh a like a bust of of something you can't really make it out and he's like pointing to the inscriptions and uh the it pertains to the story of the gorgon it, it actually predates even the Greeks, Medusa was uh, was a tale having snakes her head, scaring people. That don't believe what everyone tells you. All right, Micah. There's so much more history out there that we have forgotten than we know now. And uh, as he's looking at it, what this epithet tells us is that Medusa wasn't cursed for her beauty, as the Greeks would say. Uh, the Greeks took it upon themselves to misconstrue the gods as being much more petty, um, which they are, don't get me wrong, but Medusa, or uh, I, I can't really recall what her original name was, her curse was her vanity, for she longed to gaze at people and have them stare at her for her beauty, but that is where the curse came in for anyone who would look out after her for longer than a, a mere second, even a second, we turned to stone. So no one was allowed to see her. She could not get that adoration anymore. 
I don't know. I just thought this was cool for like you as a six year old to have. <laughs> I take it and I'm like, uh, I take it and I'm I'm like fascinated by the story. Mm-hmm. And it probably did stick with her. Um, yeah. Latia personally does love the story of the Medusa. So you did not know that. And that was really cool. That was pretty cool. Thank you. Um, and so you recall this moment as you're looking down and, and you're like looking at the monster mash record and you like see, uh, a, like, uh, someone in a Gorgon outfit on like the like really like bad cover that they made, uh, like the fan art that someone drew of that time. Um, and yeah, you just like think back to this moment, um, early on. And as you guys uh, turn around with your daggers at the ready, um, you're walking your way closer to the main, uh, to Corn Hall. Um, along the way, you actually pass uh, the hall uh, mirrors, you know, a fun winding pathway that London, you recall um, one of your first trips, you actually got lost in it. Um, and I'd love to hear from you who found you and why did you get lost? Mm. Um, I would say my mom found me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got, I got lost because um, she was talking to a friend and wasn't paying attention um, to where I was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of why he has some resentment towards his mom. Cause like, you know, she's being a little bit neglectful at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, his mom found him after he, you know, left. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you, like, kind of peeled off. She was talking to a friend, giving you uh, any attention. Mm-hmm. And you're in there, and you're, like, in there for a little bit, and it's scary for a while. Um, give me a grit check of uh, of three. Um, oh. you you got a two. Do you want to use an adversity token? Sure. That I, I know. That I, I know again, you, right? No, no. You just oh. add. You just add one to your score. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Because uh, I was like, we we all recall the broken bell. That was mm-hmm. a failure. So I was like, I know you definitely have at least one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you use the adversity token, and as you're sitting there, you're looking at your reflection, um, and uh, you've kind of gotten to the end of the hallway where it just gets to the center and like there's another path that you think leads out but right now they've got all the mirrors around you um i don't know it's just weird like this is the first time like you're really just like looking at yourself and you're like at least it's such a weird reflection and you're like raising a hand and you see everyone in front of you raises a hand and everyone behind you raises a hand and you're like looking at it and I don't know, you have this, like, weird realization that, like, even though all of these things exist, even though all these reflections are there, I'm the only real one. And, I don't know, maybe it's grounded in the fact that you look at it and, like, you ever have that first realization that you are raising your right hand at a mirror and your reflection is raising its left? Mm. You're, like, sitting there and it's just, like, I don't know. You're pondering on it. Um, and your mom comes in and, and gets you and she, uh, kind of deflects anything. Um, and you're t- 
taken back to where you are now. Um, as you all walk forward uh, to Corrington, uh, through the halls of the Fall Festival, um, you come across Corn, Corn Hall. And as you look up on it, it looks much different than what it was before. Running across it are vines and branches crisscrossing in certain ways. The doors themselves have been covered in vines with a single um, circular imprint that you can't look at from where you are now. The windows have, from the inside you can't really see, but it feels like light is flashing in ways that don't seem should be happening at this time of night. And It feels off. As you're looking at it, something about it is different in a way that you don't, you can't put a finger on. Um, anyone can give me either a, uh, the check will be seven. You can roll grit or brains. I will roll brains. Eight. Both of you, uh, Colleen and Micah clock it immediately. And, um, London's looking at it, trying to get it. It doesn't, something's not right. And it's bigger. It, the, the doors are wider. The, the house is taller, but it doesn't have more floors. It doesn't have anything. It's almost as if it grew. Um, and as you're looking at it, you walk up to the front. And you see, instead of where a knocker should be, a um, singular statue placed in front, the head of this gargoyle underneath a knocker sits or where a knocker should be for the door. Um, and a part of it is a gorgon's head. Snake's slithering, and not moving, but all facing out and her eyes looking forward. Above the door is an inscription that says, Face your fear, become your fear. Does the Gorgon head seem to react to us at all it doesn't at least when you look at it you get closer to it um you are viewing it from its side and sort of gazing upon it around in the place um it seems to be made out of wood but anytime you get directly in front of it and look at it you feel very unnerved Oh, like those, like those um, paintings where you swear the eyes follow you. Yes, mm. in a way that, like, mm. yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. Uh, I'm gonna actually take a shard of album, mm. dip it in a peach that I've got, and put the peach, like the tip of the shard, like on the forehead of the gorgon. Perfect. Um, you take the shard out. You dip it in the peach juice. And you put it to the shard of the Gorgon. And as you put it closer, 
the snakes move on their own oh, and no. they get closer and you kind of hold it. One of the, the little drop of peach juice hits it and it burns, eats away at a head and another snake comes up and takes its place. Oh boy. Um, I think we need to just squeeze a whole peach over this gorgon head. So you pull out, uh, yeah. so Colleen says that, what are y'all feeling? Um, I, I figure why not? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I think we have enough peaches. So like, let's just at least try that. See what happens. Awesome. So you, uh, Micah, was there anything? No, uh, well, I'm just, I'm kind of looking at it and I'm just like, yeah, we can try that, but like the the uh, writing is clearly visible. Yeah. Okay, I'm just staring at it. Like I'm just like, like it's got to. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's so, the hard way. Like I'm just staring. Well, at it. I'm. You. I, I mean, we should definitely we should definitely try the peaches. But it says face your fear, so I think maybe like it feels kind of weird when we're around it. But I mean, but maybe we just need to stay in that weirdness and so as you guys are kind of talking about this and like arguing whether or not you should grab some peaches uh, micah you're staring dead on at this figure and you haven't broken eye contact in a little bit and then a nerving sensation that that pull it gets a little stronger give me a grit check of six boy so out of character, yeah. Gorgons are supposed to turn you to stone, right? Or is that just the Medusa? I, I believe Gorgons, Gorg- Medusa had the ability of particularly like from the mythos, like those who looked upon her. Um, and for our session out of trying to act as a uh, classics buff, which I am not going to put that out there. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think when they die, they would turn to stone. But as you're, like, looking at the figure, it looks like everything else. Ooh, you got a seven. Uh, As everything else, it's made of wood. It's made of, like, earth in some capacity, of living uh, plant matter. Um, And so, Micah, you, you stare and you feel that sensation. What is that fear feel like for Micah? Um, she thinks back, like, in, in, in her head, she's reliving that conversation that she had with her, uh, with her dad. And, um, it, you know, it, it kind of flashes forward a little bit into her doing her own research on Gorgons and stuff. Cause you know, it's from her dad and she's, he's hardly ever around. So she kind of keeps those things like really special, mm-hmm. but, um, it feels like uh like i think it it would begin to feel like she thinks that like if it turns her to stone then that's just going to be like it she almost feels like a creeping sensation of like something over her skin as if like the snakes that she's looking at are starting to like i'm sorry everybody um, starting to like crawl over her skin, Ugh. like the, that, like that no, feeling of like, so- okay, yeah. <laughs> like that feeling of something like dripping down your, like if you yeah. have water in your hair and it's Oof. dripping down down your back, 
Um, that's what it feels like. And you feel from the base of your, like, your heels, starting a shiver that reaches all the way to the crown of your head, climbing your entire spine. Um, and as it passes, as the snake slimes up your back, as it feels like, the eyes on the uh, Medusa shine bright on the Gorgon. Sap tears begin to descend before the face cracks in half and the doors open up. Oh. Huh. I mean, she just wanted someone to look at her. Why? She's pretty. I guess we faced our fear. <laughs> uh, Heck yeah. I mean, but, what do you mean you? Me? <laughs> well, I saw it's, you. Like I had the idea. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, I still say we should have burned it off. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing stopping us from still doing that. Mm-hmm. And But now the door is also open. Oh, that would just be dirty. It's like we went through all that. And I mean, she already split in half for the door to open. That would just be overkill. <laughs> yeah, it'd be overkill. Plus, I uh, want to save as many peaches as we can so I can sell them. So let's not waste some peaches. Let's, <laughs> look, let's not waste look, our peaches. Clyde, Clyde, let me just remind you. In this economy or any economy, even several years hence, ain't nobody paying you $5 a peach. Just, just so we're clear. Nobody's peaches are that good. I don't know if you've heard of this little thing called Reaganomics that's been going on. <laughs> Oops. But, uh, yeah. it's, Sorry. it's like the trickle-down peach. Uh, wow. It's just the trickle-down peach economy. Like you sell them high, and it'll trickle down to I you. I will plant a peach tree Mm-mm. in my yard first before I give you five <laughs> <laughs> I'll grow them myself. Uh, so you guys, anyway, you're chatting about <laughs> these peaches and uh, their market value, um, talking about uh, supply and demand as you enter into the foyer. Uh, and you remember this foyer? You were there earlier. Um, it feels different, though. It feels like it's warming up in a certain way, like it's getting a little warmer um and you like look around house? the foyer like kind of like the, a greenhouse yeah, yeah like the, that that kind of like humid mm-hmm. yeah sensation of okay absolutely and as you're looking you see a door um that you had taken to continue the tour the haunted house earlier um be shrouded in vines as more of them crawl up and you hear a voice say only the arcanon is allowed only the archaic knows the truth and more vines appear and in between them what looks like sand starts to fill in from the walls through cracks mm-hmm. and as the moisture gets hot and hotter and it heats up it feels for a moment unbearable and in a flash of light between the vines are nothing but mirrors all around you Mm. oh 
That was oh, cool. Are bad. they like regular mirrors? Are they like uh, funny, yeah. uh, funny warped looking mirrors? Or they just look like regular plain mirrors? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. Um, as you walk up to one of them, as they're all sort of facing towards you as you look around, uh, you see your reflection. It's it's you. It's everything's yours. And you're kind of looking at yourself uh, and gazing. And it stops, looks at you, opens its mouth. And where teeth would be are just roots and vines in a jagged crisscrossing pattern as it smiles at you. This is, wait, this is my reflection? This is your reflection. Oh, my God. Oh, not regular mirrors. It does everything that you're doing, but with this creepy er, vine smile. Okay, I'm I'm going to take my little shard and try to shove it into this mirror. Uh, You put your shard on the mirror and you, it just kind of bounces off. All right, because that freaks me out. If I look at my reflection and it turns into a, a leafy thing that moves when I don't move. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I should say it moves when you move, but the only thing that is different is the smile. Okay, well, th- well that's, a, that's enough. At least as a, <laughs> that's as a quick move. glance, what you can see. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to give me a either a brains chat well i'm just at the dc at 10 as you all look at these mirrors and are kind of staring at them or a grit when either or okay 17 colleen you see it oh and micah gets it as well you guys see it kind of first and foremost as you're looking at it it's you with this weird smile but in its left hand in all of its left hands, every single one is what appears to be a vine, but only enough to wrap around its fist. I'm going to look at my left hands and see if there's anything in it. There's nothing in it. I'm going to look at my right hand and see if there's anything in it. There's nothing in it. Well, what the heck, reflection? <laughs> what color is the vine that they're all holding? It is a like deep green, so deep it's almost blue. And as you look around, you see similar vines crisscrossing across the floor. And the on the side we're on, or on the, in the mirror, on the floor that you're on, on the little ground you guys are standing. Um, I'm gonna take a peach out and 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 cut it in half and drip peach juice on those blue vines. You drip peach juice on the blue vines, and as you drip, you where the juice lands, it like eats away, and eventually you have just like little bits in between um and you look down you can see the linoleum underneath hmm hmm peach juice isn't flammable Dag, damn it. um are 
are our reflections doing anything with these vines or is it just like they're holding them? It's just wrapped around their fist. So they don't react to that? Other than mirroring what you're doing, they don't do anything. Huh. Is there a pet, like, so I know that these mirrors are all around us. Are the mirrors, like, enclosing us in? Like, there's no path to go through? Or is there still a path to walk through just with mirrors on the sides of it? It is a room where all of the walls are now mirrors. Even to the point where you look back and the entrance is now covered by the... Okay, all right. So so there's no clear entrance or exit because it's just mirrors. You remember where the door was before it got covered up, at least one behind you and where you were moving forward. But otherwise, it's just these mirrors. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, Can you you describe what else is in the room? Just mirrors. Is there anything on the ceiling or... Or I know you talked about the uh, floor that that, uh, Mm -hmm. Colleen just stripped the peaches on. Is there anything on the ceiling? As you look up at the ceiling, it looks like it's earth and, like, root systems have sort of covered over the ceiling itself. Um, And you see a couple, like, leaves blooming um, of a, let's say, like, another, like, that blue-greenish color. Um, But, yeah. Okay. The the reason I'm asking, because if there are any vines or anything, mm-hmm. I want to wrap my left hand in one of them like the reflection has. Cool. So uh, you pull a vine down that's like dangling from the ceiling, and you wrap it on your left hand. Uh, what do you do? Uh, then I look in the reflection and try to make a movement and see if what happens. You look at the reflection and you move back and forth. And London, give me a give me a brain check of six. Or yeah, and you can use uh, you got a three. So it doesn't recall immediately as you look at it, but as you're staring and you're saying, so be sure to take. Another adversity token. Also, on any of the group checks that folks have failed, be sure you're grabbing adversity tokens on those as right. well. Um, and so you look at it, and it doesn't click immediately, um, but you notice as he puts it on his fist, and he's standing there, and Clyde's kind of putting his hand up, both of the reflection's hands have vines on them. Want to check your other hand there? Not looking really good. All right. Um, all right. So I go and I look at my other hand and say, uh, well, I mean, the reflection had it on one hand. Should I put vines on both hands? I'm not really sure. I think... You might need to make that match. Okay. Well, is there a matching? Uh, is there a matching vine anywhere? Uh, and I'm gonna look around and see if I can find another vine that matches. Sure. Do you have to roll uh, for that, or just? You're like, yeah, no. You're looking. You're you're taking a gander, um, and you're looking for another vine that matches. Uh, and it's hard to tell because they all kind of look the same. 
I mean, if you want to get like really nitpicky, if you want to find one that has the exact same patterns and the exact same matching, it's going to be like a what? What are you using to look? That's my question. If you're just trying to like suss it out or like, um, I don't know. I mean, I I thought there would be just stuff all over, and I would just kind of yeah. have my pick. Um, so, and it's kind of that, but to the extreme. Like you are looking for the most delicate needle in the haystack of needles. Like, I'd say I'm gonna make it a DC 14. And okay. you roll whatever stat, if it's brains, if it's grit, um, exp- or if it's just brawn, is you're just like ripping through these, trying to find the right exact matching one. Yeah, yeah, I'll roll a brawn. Mm-hmm. Just like punching vines. Where's the right one? <laughs> what's what's the DC again? What is it's it? 13. All right, I have seven adversity tokens. I'm using. Heck I'm using, yes, I'm I using love this. Six. this. This is what adversity I'm using tokens six, are for. I'm using six adversity tokens to boost up the thirteen. And you are just it, Clyde. You're frustrated, dude. Like you, you're here. You're you know April is nearby. You're trying to get to her. You're doing everything you can, and it is maddening. And you start winding up, and you just start punching at these vines just gripping and you start ripping them out and somehow in the struggle as you tear one you let go of the vine in your left hand and as you rip with your right after a certain chance it wraps around your wrist and you see the vines descend over the where the door was Mm. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to say after watching Clyde just like <laughs> just tear through? <these. laughs> like, do you like mutter underneath your breath? Like, how? Oh, no, how do you have, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just like. Ah! <laughs> it's like Micah was about to offer another piece of advice, but he ended up taking the advice through his frustration. So she's just like, I'm just like, you know, whatever works. It's it's a life lesson. Use your frustration uh, to your advantage. (laughs) Sometimes brute force will be a solution. Uh, And as you uh, pull up and make your way inside, um, you push open the door. And you cut across um, a room that reminds you earlier of the, like, sort of hallway that led to the library. Um, And as you guys are walking along it, you see um, in this long hallway a center room that's bigger than it should be as if the walls pushed itself out the vines creaking and busting um the foundation and there's a tree that is growing in the center of this room the tiles that we're covering have been like pushed apart and there's a tree that sits there and it's twisted and it's kind of bent and it looks like a warrior holding a spear. 
Okay. So it doesn't look like a reg. It, it's not like a like a dead tree that has no leaves. It looks almost like a person. It has no leaves. It has the okay. wood. As you look up to it, is doesn't look alive in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um. Okay. He said it looks like a warrior holding a weapon. Yeah, like almost a spear. And as you get closer, um, you see uh, a carved into the base. Hanging fruit. Is it any kind of particular fruit or is it peaches? You can take a look at the branches. There's, there's nothing hanging from this tree, uh, like where you're standing, but... But you said carved into the basis hanging fruit. So like like somebody took a knife and carved an image of fruit. No, the it? words hanging fruit. Oh, oh the oh. words hanging fruit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah. I was like, Absolutely. Because we're all yeah. like, but there's a tree and what okay. Um I wanna see if um the tip of the spear yeah. I wanna see if it's pointing towards something. So I wanna look in the like the direction of the spear. Yeah. Like I'm assuming it's facing the ground. It, is, I want to it see, is facing the ground. Yeah, so I want to see if there's anything like below, like, you know, like following the path of the spear, if you it's pointing to anything on the ground. Track the eyeline of the spear, you get behind it, you look at it, and you see it's pointing to a patch of tile, except tile's not there, it's earth. Like, the rest of the room, kind of like the base of this tree, had tile around it, except for where. It started popping up. This is another part where there's just sort of earth present. Okay. Hmm. Um. Is there anything else in particular about this room? Like, or is it just like the focal point of this room is that big old tree and the big old statue? As you look around past it, you see a door on the other side. Um, and as you get closer, you look at it, there's, um, in the center of it where should be a entrance is like where a handle would be. There's just like um, an outline of, I don't know, like something that you would like place there, like something would sit and rest. Okay. I point that out to everybody. I say, Hey, there, I found, I found the door, but it doesn't have a handle. Instead. It's got like a, like an indentation. Where something should I guess we have to find the something. Well, I mean, it said hanging fruit, uh, so maybe we have to use some fruit. Maybe, maybe uh, like I know what we got is peaches, uh, so maybe we got to use a peach somehow. Does this indentation look peach shaped? <laughs> it look actually peach? looks. Does it look stone. peachy? It is. It's oddly everything else around the door is vines, but this one is like stone of some type. As you look closer, it's a deep, deep obsidian. It's so dark, but still like speckled with light as it reflects a like just a little bit of light that passes through. But the the shape of the indentation, it's not. Uh... Like, what is the shape of it? 
Like if if I can tell. If you could, so I, I'm trying to describe. It looks as if, um, it looks almost like the shape of an Oscar. Oh. <laughs> okay. Grouch statue. The award award. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little person. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I'm, I mean, a peach is a stone fruit. Uh. Maybe I'm overthinking this, mm. but uh, hanging fruit, stone indentation. Uh, I'm gonna try to put Maybe a peach you in there. See, okay, I'll you do that. I'm gonna look and see if there's uh anything in the room that we can mm-hmm. put in the uh in the thing. When did we start playing Resident Evil? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you, uh, Clyde, you go up, you pick a peach, and you put it in there, you smush it. Uh, yeah, I'm, sm- <laughs> I'm smushing it in there, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of spreads on your hand. You just get a little <laughs> bit of juice. Uh, and, and, and everyone, as you're, like, looking around, um, feel free to make a check that feels right for you. Tell me what skill you want to use as you're trying to figure out this, like, puzzle a little bit. And I'll tell you how it plays in to the solution. I'm going to do a brain check. Okay. And I'm going to actually use an adversity token. So do I add a modifier? Um, yeah, you'd add, add like a plus one directly to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you you wow. rolled a, a nat one, um, which wow. unfortunate on that d20, but still possible. So uh, you're looking around and it is... You can't. I'm going to take a little bit of poetic license with this if you're comfortable. I'm going to say you're looking at it and sure. you're trying to reason and you just like it doesn't make any sense. Like it, 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 it's so there's nothing hanging from the tree. There's nothing up there. And you look around. There's nothing present. You follow the the spear point. It's just pointing to earth. And you like, look, why is that one thing? It like. It's not adding up. And as you're walking and in your frustration, um, you kind of like kick the root that's present. And as it shifts, you hear something rattling underneath the root right there. Mm. Mm. Is it a metallic rattle? Tile rattle? It There sounds like a little bit of metal in there. Huh. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I was smart enough to have a flashlight. I have or did one. any of us bring a flashlight? I, I have one. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. You can, all, you can say one. you have a flashlight. You can say you have a flashlight in your backpack. I'm not, I like, I was like, oh, you, yeah, we'll wreck on it. And you grab the flashlight. Yeah. All right. Or I, I stole Micah's when she yeah, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. Golly. So I, I flashed a flashlight and they're like, trying to see like what was rattling around. Do I have to do another one? No, no, no. You're looking you and you, more you see it. You can see underneath it there is what looks to be some shovels underneath the root of this uh tree huh that must be a big root oh no it's it's a massive collection that's like as you look through you see actually it's there's like a cavity where it rests so it's not actually the roots extend up yeah 
Um, there's shovels over here under this this part of the roots. Are they Clydes? I. I... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Clyde, are the are these your roots? Oh, uh, they might be. Like I'm kind of out of source right now, y'all. I, I, I just lost my daughter. You're asking me all these questions. I just want to find her. Well, we're here trying to help you. I don't know if they're my roots or not. Um, uh, let's uh, like you said that like there were like some shovels down there. L let's just start digging. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like there, there was some earth that the spear was like pointing toward. Let's start digging there. Maybe we got to dig something out. Sure. There. How do you get the shovels out from underneath the roots? All right, I want to start digging. We're uh, well. I'm asking you a question. How do you oh. how do you get them out? Uh, can oh. I fit a hand down there? Under the root. You can. And as you reach your hand, um, you push and you still have some peach juice smudged on it from the door indentation mm -hmm. and so it gives away a little bit and in that moment you realize you have a whole backpack full of peaches and so you like take them out and start like squeezing them over like a like you're just like crushing them as it eats away at the roots and you can easily get in and pull them out got him <laughs> <laughs> what is the 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 shovel handle are they affected by the peach juice they are not okay because i was like if those handles are made for the roots of this tree <laughs> and it just like falls apart when you get peach juice on it's it like you just have the like the head of the shovel <laughs> yeah you just have the head just like, well. just shoving, it in, shoving it in there um all right uh i'm, I'm gonna start digging i'm gonna start Feel digging free, anyone who wants to anyone who's digging give me yeah. a brawn check um, and it's going to be a check of six. I don't trust my dice after that brain mm. check, but here we go. I did not do well. Brandy, you're pretty close. Oh, uh, not needed. You exploded. Explosion. So this is the best thing about it. Wow. Something extraordinary happens. You, it's, it clicks in a way that it, you didn't. It just, like, it all comes together. What matters here is not the fruit, but the root. And you, with that single point, you start digging and huffing. And it's, it, you know, London, you are an incredible athlete. Clyde, you work with your hands every day. And... Colleen, with this single determination of understanding that the solution to the problem that they were stuck on just a moment ago is down there, is a fervor that you all just can't compete with. And suddenly as you're digging and you're digging, you hear a, a thunk as you hit something. You get down on your knees, um, you start brushing it away, and you pull up a statue of what looks to be a... The only way you could describe it is a minotaur holding a baby. I just hold it out like thoughts. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, this is probably why they took April. Like, there's probably some weird thing where they need a baby for. They were talking about how they needed like a spirit that was like, l l like a good spirit. Um, um, th th this has to be something. Um, but first, first we gotta find out how to get out of this, uh, get out of this freaking room. Um, 
I say we start trying to break stuff. Take the statue out of Colleen's hand and I'm going to go put it in the door. <laughs> I'm going to clear the peach gunk out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the recess and I'm going to put the statue in the door. If you yeah. put it in the yeah. door, it presses in and keep pushing as if the stone itself then swallows accepting of the gift mm-hmm. and lines appear throughout as it cracks open and you see a similar tunnel leading to the library where everything began and that is we're going to take a quick sort of bio break as we uh, uh go to break hey we've been rivals on bikes sponsored by blue microphones we're going to be back in just a few minutes um feel free to uh get uh, stretch yourself out um watch some comforting uh videos of cats to remind yourself that life is good and not always scary um and we'll be uh just right back see y'all soon and we are, well, I'm muted. And we are back. <laughs> Welcome back to Rivals on Bikes, uh, sponsored by Blue Microphones. Um, yeah, it's, we left off on our, uh, adventures, our quarantine crew just opening the stone door after making their way in as they're pulling closer towards the center of Corn Hall. Um, how's everyone feeling? Good? Ready? Good. Creeped out, but good. good. Okay. I have fruit. Don't mind me. <laughs> you get I'm me, feeling, get very, peachy. I'm yeah. feeling <laughs> very peachy. Donut. Oh, very peachy. we do have peaches downstairs. I didn't think to grab one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, too. It's a must. Heck yeah, necessary. No, I'll be right back. No, it's no, it's fine. <laughs> like, like, what happened to Micah? She she had to have like these other peaches, not just not the Archie peaches, but like special peaches. <laughs> And as you're gluten free peaches, gluten free peaches, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, um, awesome! And as you um, are like thinking about everything that sort of happened, and you're making your way through, uh, you walk down the hallway and you enter into the library where you all um, were when you first discovered the secret passage. Um, and it looks relatively the same. Everything seems in line, um, except where you recall where the bookshelf sh- was that you pushed past to get down the steps is another bookshelf, except on this, there are no, there are no books. And what's weirder is that within the rectangle, there are multiple shelves but in the shape of a triangle sitting within the rectangle. And there's about mm. five different shelves leaning up. As so, you look at okay. as you look at the shelves, you notice uh there's oh sorry, do you say something, Clyde? Yeah, do we have the um the Minotaur with the baby, did that like go into the door and that it was irretrievable? It is so, it, it went into so, the door so, and disappeared. Okay, all right, so it no longer happened, okay. Right. Checking. As you guys look at this uh, bookshelf itself, you see um, there are little pedestals on each one of the five shelves um, at the center of them seated. And underneath the bookshelf at its base, um, sort of like it's solid wood and then this triangle within the bookshelves appear. Um, and in the solid wood portion, you see um, a tree. Um, and you see the entire 
system of the tree of where the um, sort of like etched into this in, in sort of carved in an intricate detail um, the well let me see if I can do it um, we got some earth and uh, some roots and um, as it pulls up the actual system you see it across like uh, across the top soil kind of looking Mm. Oh, like you're looking at an anthill that's like... Yeah, like cut in half, and you can see it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm not sure about this one, y'all. Does anything look odd about the the tree? Like, you know, funky-shaped roots... Uh, a root system that says you are here anything like that. <laughs> no you look at it and like the funkiest thing about it is that it's it's like perfect it's like the perfect tree um, mm. and it's like it, it's perfectly symmetrical on its lines as you like gaze you see the root systems almost like there was a line down the middle and it flipped across okay this tree is perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to touch it. You touch it. It's beautiful. It's nice engraved wood. It feels nice. Uh, what is it, What does the texture feel like? Um, It almost, it feels too real. Mm-hmm. Like when I touch the roots, like it's almost like I can feel dirt kind of like falling off of the wood. And like if I touch the the branch, if I touch the the top of the tree, it's like I can almost feel leaves. Like it feels too real mm-hmm. to be a piece of engraved wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would touch it too. Um, was he, do we still we have those shovels still, right? Yeah, you guys still have the shovels. Um, you also, yeah, go for it. Yeah, because I kind of like London wants to kind of dig around it to see if there's like something. Mm-hmm. That might be underneath that yeah. we're not seeing. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, so you like yeah. take your shovel um, and give me a brawn check as you try to like kind of. I'm gonna say that it's gonna be a difficulty um, nine. Oh, <laughs> what you got? <laughs> we got a what? We got a we got a what? Uh, you. As you look around it, and, and it's hard, like, you're, it's like, it, dude, it's petrified wood. As you sort of, like, push against it, um, you, um, act, like, you're not making any headway. You're not, like, able to actually like, get into anything. But, like, you bump into it, and you kind of, like, it almost, like, jerks you back, and you kind of stumble as you lose your footing, and you bump into another bookshelf behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you do, you stand still, you write yourself... You hear something still wobbling on the bookshelf. Okay. Uh, I guess I want to like take a look and see what it is. You turn around, um, and on the bookshelf, you see uh, a bowl sitting there. And as you pick it up, you look at it. There is a little uh, water droplet on this bowl that's carved into it. It's a wooden bowl. You got a little thing of water carved on it. Like a little, almost like, perfect drop of water. Hmm. Hey, everyone. Found this bowl. Does anyone think this means anything? Um, is there anything in the bowl? 
like a like a droplet of water in it. Is that carving on the out, on the inside of the bowl or the outside of the bowl? It's on the outside of the bowl, just like kind of sitting on. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're supposed to catch. Let's see if there's anything dripping or anything. Like in water this room. to put in it. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe there's something dripping. We can put in there. Wow. Just some minor interference from Archie. Yeah, just some minor the, Archie uh-huh. interference. The profane, as you all started getting to truly the uh, the answer to this problem, this this little puzzle. Uh, and so you, last I think we left off, you had picked up this bowl um, with a, a little like almost logo of water on it. This like yeah. engraving. Um, it's a wooden bowl. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, so so I think like I was looking to see if there was anything that was dripping, like yes. anything that was dripping in the room. So you're looking around, um, you're looking for any drippage, and you look up, it's moist, but there doesn't seem to be any water dripping from the ceiling or anything through the side. Okay. Well, uh, well, I mean, thing number two, I mean, it seems it's worked for a while. Let's let's just drip a peach in this thing. (laughs) I was just about to say Just drain a peach in this thing. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it seems to be peach related mysteries here. Let's, uh. Either either that or if anybody has like a a bottle of water Mm -hmm. that we could. I mean, I'm all for the peach juice. Like it seems to be. Yeah, I mean, you think Clyde, you and your non Archie peaches are coming through so well I mean, for us. Like... Sounds like destiny to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to take a peach and yeah. uh, try to put just a little bit because there's like a droplet on it. So it makes you think you only need a droplet of something. So I'm trying to put like just a drop, if I can, mm-hmm. of peach juice into this thing. Tiny little uh- drop trying to get a tiny little bit and and you put a tiny the tiniest of little drops onto it and it splashes and the wood seems to like just like it rests on it um and nothing seems to happen but there's a little bit of peach juice at the base of this bowl now I wonder if we mix this with sap and some water and maybe our own water. Mm. What would happen? Is there is there a sense we can get sap from the tree? You uh, take give me a brains check as you kind of explore the room and like look to see what sap you can sort of find um, or like what sort of options are available to you. I will also roll brain. Oh okay. my god. You got an 8 and uh Latia, you got a, a 16. So with your 8, you look around and um you're looking and seeing if there's any like open uh vines that you can cut and sort of gaze into oh in my haste to put things right I turned off our theme music. Sorry. I mean, we need that music. We, you need that music. Yeah. Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was creepy. The music is great. Uh, and so you guys, um, you're looking around, and Colleen, you see, um, as you're sort of looking for sap, you're brushing across another um, bookcase, and you see another bowl. This one has... As you pick it up and examine it, um, 
a logo of like it looks to be a flame on the side of it. Latia, as your uh Micah is walking around, you actually notice two other ones. Um one that seems to have just like a square imprint on it, just like a, a block. Um and another one that is um looks to be like a denomination of wind. Come back to I assume that we're all kind of just like gathered around this this uh carving of the tree mm-hmm. and I come back and I'm holding the bowls and I'm like doing a dance and I'm like I found more bowls. <laughs> what um, should we do it then? Well they appear to be <laughs> they appear to be elemental. <laughs> Sorry, I had a, a mental image uh, of something else. They appear to be elemental. Are you still dr- um, are you still dressed as Sherlock Holmes, by the way? Because it's very I close am. to elementary, and I, like... <laughs> I am perfect, perfect. Um. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Wait. 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 Let's retcon. Let's 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 scoot back this yeah. a little bit. I come out with the balls, and I go. It's elementally. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right uh-huh. yeah um and then i see nobody's laughing at me and i just they're, they're elements it's it's i've got yeah. earth and air wait wait but uh earth and air aren't aren't elements thank you so those aren't on the periodic table what are you talking about Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> sharif just like just like pulls Clyde apart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Clyde, no, you knew science. So. Uh, you know, I mean, I want to be a good dad, so I want to so, so talk myself. Um, but I'm I'm assuming that you 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 mean the uh, what what we thought were elements: earth, air, earth, air, fire, and water are on there are on the balls. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's you've got water. Colleen, you've got. Okay. I still have the water bowl. Yeah, right? you. Uh, I believe actually, um, you have the. You picked up the fire bowl. Fire. Yeah. I have fire. Have fire. And okay. uh, Lati, you've got the other. You've got uh, earth and air. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe uh, either London or Clyde is holding the water. I think I had the water because. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I've the London had the water because you you squeezed because he called us over to look yeah. at it. Yeah, because London picked up the water one after right. uh, brushing into it. Um. All right. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think we have Earth from like when we dug up the Earth. Um. Where do we get fire from, though? Uh. Anybody have any matches? And I just look around like, oh my god. I have matches because I'm yeah. the adult, and of course I have candles <laughs> right. or something. Uh-huh. So I, I pull out matches. Should we do this all at the same time? Mm, that probably would be a good idea. And do we have to? Uh, while I was looking around the room and finding these bowls, did I see anywhere that these bowls might have to go, or is there is the bookshelf? Does the bookshelf have to have space for them? With the sixteen, I'm gonna say you remember. 
that I that when you first looked over it, there's actually a pedestal on each of the Ooh. levels of the bookshelf. Okay. And so with your, um, I believe you currently have uh, earth, air, water, and fire. So you have four bowls, and there's mm-hmm. five ledges. All right. And on can, can we yeah. can we look on the ledges and see if there's any patterns that match the earth, air, uh, air and fire things that we see on the bowls? Clyde, so that we know which me, bowl to put which. Give me a brains check of eight. Yeah. Heck yeah. Sweet. Got a nine. And in this moment, you're looking at this air, earth, water, fire. And you're taken back to your first day. And you remember Archie telling you what you need and the order in which you need it to plant a peach tree. Very good. And so you take the earth bowl, you put it down, you take above it would go nature, Mm -hmm. above that would go air, then water, and and then fire. And so you put four of them and you see that there's one pedestal left, but there's no other bowls. So feeling what's right, feeling what feels intuitive you look down at the peach that you squeezed earlier to put a little droplet in and you break it open take its pit and put it on the pedestal and in that moment the tree at the base of the bookshelf before the actual shelves uh, begin moves up climbs up and grows and sort of as it moves its symmetrical nature begins to shift and turn and where in the center was the almost perfect owl hole of you know where it trees up it opens up tilting back and begins to swallow the bowls as it raises up and as Mm. the hole rises and swallows it all the earth pushes around and a pathway emerges. Wow. Clyde, that was so cool. Yeah, I was just thinking about this stuff that Archie uh, showed me about uh, making a peach. Uh, I guess he was giving me clues on how to find him. I, mm. I, I don't really know, but uh, it, it sure came in handy. Uh, let's uh, Let's just keep going. You want to be on the ready just in case. You never know. Mm-hmm. Great puzzle, by the way. Let's see. Thank you. Uh, so. And as yeah. you high praise from the puzzle master. <laughs> so as you walk your way and you make your way down, you pull into the same staircase that you all walked in earlier. The same one where things shifted so dramatically, um, which feels like a lifetime, but was truly just like two, maybe three hours ago. As you're climbing down the cobblestones, you make your way and you um, are once again in that tunnel where you know to the behind, uh, back of you is a staircase, as a ladder leading up to the maze. And up around the corner is the same bend with a familiar glow of firelight um, flickering. 
And so, mm-hmm. yeah. What do y'all do? Um, I pull out uh, my uh, automatic, because we did say automatics existed yes, at that point, absolutely. right? Uh, I take my automatic out and I, I've got like, I've got it out, but then I've also got a peach and I'm just running the tips of peaches, mm-hmm. uh, tips of, of bullets over the peaches before I like sling them in a it's pocket like, so I can really, it's, it, for me, it's, it's like first blood where I'm like, <laughs> it like kind of draws up an opinion of me. Like I, I got taken to, first off, spoilers for the movie Parasite. Had folks seen Parasite? I have not. No, no, but no. So we should oh, not. Good. We should it's not. So spoil good. I won't spoil a thing. Um, I do need I just, to see it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I do need to see it. It's top notch. It's it's on Hulu if you've got it. I'm, this is not a plug for Hulu. This is a plug for Blue Microphones, who sponsored us once again <laughs> with the sweet, sweet dulcet <laughs> sounds of our voices. Uh, but I mean, Hulu, Hulu d- does have live sports, you know. It's yeah. Just they- <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, make your way, and you're you've got. Um, your peach fuzz coated bullets that you like pull back into it. Um, and as you all walk around the corner, um, getting closer to this um, setting, you see what you thought was old man Archie standing tall and broad with his hands up and standing over a table made of vines and wood just like wrought together into a platform on top of which lies April. She appears to be asleep. Um, you see Archie reaching down from a bowl near him and drawing images and designs in blood um, sort of uh, across her forehead. And from the sides, you see um, the, Bron- the Bronting family. You got Mayor Noah, you've got uh, Jessica uh, Fitzwitty, you've got uh, Laura, their daughter. You also see their faces of uh, Rebecca Slatten, your babysitter. Jeffrey, Ron Zava is still right there. And last but not least, Keenan Lewis, the guard to the actual uh, haunted house. All the people who earlier are still present. The vines have now moved in a manner, um, sort of encasing them, almost as if creating a shell around them. They still look to be asleep, but you see the shell is getting closer and closer to encompassing everything about them. Um, And as you walk forward and you see this, Archie looks at you all and says, Always too clever. That's the problem. Always too clever. And I thought answers of the archaic would be only known to me, but look at this. Colleen Fouché, Micah Kensington, London Lancaster, and Clyde. You got past it. You all figured it out. I need to do this. You don't understand what's at stake if this doesn't happen. 
Clyde, I know you're sad. But I promise you what I'm giving to April, what she will gain, is more than anything she could have gotten from a life of you as her father. Um, I'm going to run forward and try to take April. Go for it. Hit me with the brawl. You immediately yeah. silently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like it snapped. I'm not even listening to what he's saying. Uh-huh. I don't see, like, I see all these other people, but I'm like, I'm a young spry, mm-hmm. uh, spry, uh, y- y- young adult. So, mm-hmm. uh, you r- rush forward and hit me with a brawl. R- r- Brawl, you said, right? Uh, brawl. Uh, sorry, fight. Because oh, you're fight? fighting. Yeah, 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 you're fighting now. Okay. You said you <laughs> you attack this dude, so you're fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, heck yeah. Wait, are you, are you grabbing April, or are you attacking him, or both? I mean, I'm going to grab April, but I'm assuming I got to get through, the, through these guys to do it. You clear it. You get an eight on your fight. He gets a four on his brawn. So as you clear the distance, um, what is in your hand? What are you using to swing? Or what do so you like, so like I have the dagger. So, uh-huh. so I have my uh, shards of records mm-hmm. that that are peach dipped. And you right? grab them and you, seven. Yeah, you start running over and you like swing, and the first one gets him really good, and he uh, grabs his chest and ducks backward and. As he moves, you see blood begins to drop, and then the color before your very eyes shifts from red to a like a lime green of sap residue as it begins to fall across his chest and says, You don't understand. I know more than you could possibly fathom. I am the Archaic One, the original Arcanon, and if I need to do this, so be it. And he raises his hands and... And I shoot him. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no villain monologue. Right? I just shoot him. <laughs> Should have learned your lesson from uh, Megatron. Uh-huh. Uh, what am I you, rolling? Am I rolling fight or? You're gonna run? roll fight on this, and uh, he is gonna try and dodge, so he's gonna use his flight. So these are contested rolls now. Oh gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so you. Pull up your your gun and you. Here's the thing, you get it. You shoot. You hit, and he see he bullet comes and it grazes him across the face. Ah, of course. But fun and games is over. And he puts his hands on the ground and vines from the bodies reach over and coalesce around him and wrap in a way that he is now in vine armor as he readies two larger fists and squares up with y'all. Oh, man. He <laughs> cast mage armor. Up. He cast mage armor. And <laughs> His bark skin. <laughs> His bark skin. Oh, did we, did we bring the weed whacker? We talked about it. You guys definitely <laughs> talked about it. Oh, that would have been... No, I know it was in the trunk, and I'm trying to think, did no, anyone I think to grab don't think the we weed whacker? It. Uh... That's okay. I got this a machete. Great thing. I'm good. You could retcon it. If you really want it there, I would say. Yeah, if you and, really want it. Yeah. We'll say it's, and suddenly from your bag of holding, you pull out a weed whacker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no. so what do y'all do? He squares up um, and he sees uh, Clyde. You had just uh, struck him really and you're within mm-hmm. range. So he's going to wind up 
and hit you with his fist. Um, he's going to do oh so this boy. Is gonna be a, his fight versus your brawn. Okay. My oh, no, no, uh, uh, Clyde, because you, you fired from distance, right? Like, you were where you were. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure I had that right. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. You got an eight, yeah. you got a nine bronze, so this is actually good. You're able to uh, brace your arms up before it hits, and you get pumped back and knocked into the table um, where April is, and it hits you in the back. You kind of duck down. Uh, it knocks the wind out of you for sure, but nothing more than that at this moment. Um I'd love to hear what Micah and Clyde are up to. Clyde? Um, or... Micah is... Uh, Micah is... Like, there are two people that are engaged in some way yeah. with with old man Archie. Yeah. So Micah is looking for an opportunity to kind of, like, um, make a wide circle to get to April. Awesome. As you're trying to make a wide circle to get to April, um, give me a uh brains check of 15 <sighs> nothing you're making your way you trip on a root and oh. uh but you're still able to get there and the root system that has not popped up it, you trip on it you see um it's like they're all the roots everywhere this one's connected to that corpse this these are just reading up to the table um but yeah Okay. London. Um so I Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, oh no. Do I do I get there though? Yeah, you get there. You get there. Okay. Okay. And then do you want to do anything else? No, I'll let uh, I'll let London London have a thing. London, what do you do? Oh, London does. <laughs> I like I, no, I I want to try to get April to yeah. uh, make a second pass. So you guys both um, both try to make your way over. Um can you Well, actually, let me I want to yeah. help like pick up Micah. Oh, heck yeah. So yeah. I yeah. I love that. Um you go and you uh, pick up Micah, um, you know, like, immediately you rush to their side. Um, give me a grit check as you make your way over. Let's see, what did you end up getting? You got a four. So on that, you are looking around, and it... <sighs> Trees are weird. Like, there's this moment of, like, just, like weird like nature knowledge that just like kind of comes to you in a moment it's that if you if you cut a tree at its base it will fall over right it's how it stops the stump is um dies in itself but the roots are really what like grounds a tree and keeps it there protecting it from like wind and tornadoes um, and as you are just thinking about that, you look and you see the roots leading from the um, set, uh, six other people along the walls crawling across the ground um, and are what are basically uh, steadying, uh, steadying or like planting, pun not intended, uh, Archie right there. Um, and then so while you're there, you're able to pick her up and you like catch that. I'd like to go to uh colleen colleen what do you do now um i've seen that he's he's armored up basically and i've still got i've still got my uh automatic so i'm gonna try another shot before i go toe -toe. absolutely give me another uh fight check and he's gonna do another uh flight to try to see if he can dodge it 
Uh, I'm actually going to add two adversity tokens using all Heck of mine. Yeah. He got a two, so you might not even need it. <laughs> all right, let me see what I roll first before I Yeah, add yeah, two. that's the great thing about adversity tokens. You can add them. Do you, you, just, We're equal. Uh, you're equal, so I would suggest adding one. Otherwise, you're going to have, uh, like, it's going to tie. No, I, I am adding Perfect. one to make nice. it a three. So you're up to three. You steady, and you um, take your bullet, uh, you take your gun, and you fire off a set, uh, a spray, because this is an automatic now, right? So it's like, yep. you shoot uh, a spray that, like, starts at the base and climbs up, and um, you see as it strikes across a, like, cro- crisscross work, um, cutting through the vines, and you see sap underneath start giving out as he goes, a little bit before... Um, it looks as more energy and more vines are pulled to crumb up and crawl over where you cut through. Um, but he's stumbling back after getting shot like that. And um, Clyde, what happens next? Uh, am I in range to grab April? Yeah. Or do you're, I... You got slammed uh, to the other side of yeah. the, the top of the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to grab April and disengage. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily want to fight old man archie sure if i don't have to um so i want to grab archie oh i'm sorry <laughs> i want to grab april and yeah. then i guess use and and i i guess use my flight i was gonna say to like this is totally a flight check get out um, of the way roll your flight let me tell you what happens all right uh and i do have three adversity tokens if i need them cool i'm gonna say to grab april and then Book it a safe distance to like out of his reach. It, it, you don't have to go far to get out of his like like range, but you do. Mm-hmm. You are carrying someone, so I'm gonna say it's gonna be a difficulty like seven for flight. Yeah, flight to oh, grab her man. and like to to do this in like yeah. one smooth move. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, to I like grab her and and make moves. I might not do it then because I only have a d6 in flight. Uh, it could explode. It could. I don't want to drop her though. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go for it. Let's go for it. Because, because like I have the adversity tokens. Yeah. Oh. You got a one. Here's, the, here, here's what I'll say. You don't drop her, but you look and you see there are vines sort of holding her to the table itself, and it ends up taking you the entire time that you're just like there, just like ripping at the vines, getting her off the table and like separated from it. Um, and up next is going to be Archie. Uh, he sees what you're doing and mm-hmm. he also looks at, um, what's it called? Uh, Colleen after shooting him. And he says, no, April is needed. And he slams his hands down into the ground and you see them dissipate. And then in front of both of you, you see vines pop up in your, going in your direction. Um, give me a flight check from either of you at DC 5 to see if you can dodge it. Yeah. Me too? Okay. Oh, boy. And, and that's me, me as well, right? Yes. Okay. I did not dodge. It. So I, I did dodge. You dodge. You're able to get out of the way and scoop and protect over uh, April. Colleen, you uh, get hit and it cuts you a little bit. You get a, a sharp pain um, as you get knocked over, but uh, it's not anything to keep you out of the fight. It's just something that you feel, though. Um, and I'd love to get back now to our pair of uh, 
London, and Micah, as you guys are now at the table. You see um, Clyde up there ripping at the vines, you guys feverishly helping to get her free. Um, what all do you do after she's uh, separated from the table? Um, let's see. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to, let's see, what are my strengths? What are my flaws? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I'm gonna go up and, uh, like, my Micah's goal has been to try and be a distraction. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna go up and she's gonna like slice she in the back with her Ooh. machete. Heck yeah. I like, oh. I like it. Go for it. That is fight, yes, right? Yes, it's a fight. And Archie's gonna roll cool. brawn. Heck yeah. He got a four. Oh, you get an eleven. You nice. come up from behind and oh you God. you see that he's occupied with uh, Clyde and Colleen. They both now have punched him and shot at him, and he's, like, punched over as his hands are in, and you're able to get out of his field of vision and just uh, cut up across mm. his actually, Yeah, tell me. Actually, um, I'm, I'm not going to use my machete. I'm going to use my uh, my monster mash daggers. <laughs> and I'm going like, to, like, have two of them, and I'm going to go, it was a graveyard smash! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. As you yell a graveyard smash, and you start dragging <laughs> at these daggers uh, down, he it rips through the vines, and it gets to his actual uh, clothes again, uh, like his skin, and you see more of that sap. Uh, and... You see him stumble and move forward and says, You don't understand. I am the reason Corrington is prosperous. I am the reason we live in such harmony from year to year. I'm the reason why infant mortality in this town is zero. You ever think about that? I won't let Corrington fall giving away to the rotting of the land of Ball's bounty. He steps back, stumbling, vine shedding off his body, looks at the other six people here, looks at the six people on the wall, and looks at April and says, seven are needed. If I can't have her, the purest of us. Maybe being me, the oldest will be enough. And he steps back, and from behind him, a vine grows, growing sharper, and pierces him through the chest. Coming out the other side, a flower blooms. As it wraps up, and you see him start to chuckle, sap dripping from the edges of his mouth, uh, his body turning into wood from the chest cavity that has now emerged. Um, And as she does this, you turn back and you look at... What's it called? Uh, April. And her eyes open. And she says, in a voice that is not hers, Thank you, my agents of chaos. Oh my god. You have done what needed to be done. 
performing excellently. Eyes covered in white, no pupils. Too long has the favor and the divinity of this land been unchecked. Too long has the population of your mortal brethren gone unchecked. Too long has my nature been held at bay for theirs to shine. It's time to tip the scales back. The balance of things will be evened. Archie from the Vines says, I bought you seven years. That's all I've ever done. Hope you enjoy things before the apocalypse. And with that, he fully petrifies into wood. And so do the other members along the cave wall. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end our episode no. of oh, Rivals hey, bro. on Fox. Hey, bro! Hey, bro! <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I hate to say this, but we might have to... I mean, basically, she's the Antichrist right now. Oh, Colleen, no, no, no. Colleen, don't, don't even say it, Colleen. It's time to make friends with the Antichrist. It's, and you'll find out. I mean, who knows? Well, so I should have said this. After she said her speech, um, just for folks at home to sit on, uh, her eyes close and she collapses. So we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, uh, for next session, uh, as we do, the, one of the great things about uh, Kids on Bikes is between sessions you can also do um passages of time that are like longer than just like we we picked up right where we left off we gave like a little 10 minutes we didn't have to talk about it but we can talk about next time what do y'all get up to in the seven years between now and this new harvest cycle um and what that looks like um but uh i want to give a chance for anyone in the chat if they have any questions um, to ask us to what's going on um, we've got a lot of stuff going on today so um we're yeah if you got any questions feel free to chime in but in the meantime let's do our outros um and i'd love for latia if you want to start us off i'm latia jackie <laughs> i am so confused um uh well you can always catch me here at noon on the rivals of waterdeep channel our next season has been pushed back a little bit but uh we're coming back to you um october 11th mm -hmm. yep. uh in the meantime in like a couple hours we'll be on pax doing some rival shit i'm so like i'm not here anymore <laughs> <y 'all. laughs> that was so good um but yeah uh catch us out on on it packs online as we do some really really fun shenanigans with uh hellhounds as i as i understand it um other than that you can catch me on my twitter uh eventually i will start streaming again you can just watch me on twitter uh dropping cryptic hints about the stuff that i'm writing for motherlands because that's a thing mm. i'm excited heck yeah awesome brandon do you want to go next yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Brandon Sinis. I played uh, Len Landon uh, Lancaster. Uh, London Lancaster. I see Landon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I won't be on the PAX show today, so I wish all my rivals uh, good luck to that. Um, but coming up, uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of YouTube stuff. So if you follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel, there's cool stuff coming up with that. 
Um, other than that, I'm just getting back into streaming. So yeah, yeah. come and check me out. Uh, oh yeah, on Twitter, uh, Twitter at I am Brandon TV. Yeah. Heck yeah, Sharif. Sure, uh, I'm sure if you can find me at shreefjackson.com, S-H-A-R-E-E-F jackson.com, and Shreve Jackson on all social networks. Um, I'm pretty much doing rival stuff, so you can find me there, find me here, find me everywhere. Um, and we did do a uh, pretty cool interview with the developers of Kids on Bikes that is on a YouTube now um, and should be on the audio for uh, patrons as well. Um, it'll be on the regular uh, audio podcast a little bit later so so like uh that that was definitely cool that thank you to doug and john for giving us insight into uh this wonderful game that masood just freaked us all all uh that just creeped us all out about (laughs) um and uh yeah i'm i'm excited to see what we got cooking up next and then uh oh uh uh tanya do you want to well actually let me take i can take this question now or do you want to do that afterwards um, let's do it afterward. That way we've got the outros all yeah, in order. Great. Take it away. Uh, hey, I'm Tanya Cypher-Tier. Um, you can find me here Sundays. Um, and actually in like two hours, you can catch us on PAX's main channel doing some shenaniganry with two of our returning cast members. Uh, Carlos and Serena are going to be back. Brandon will miss you. You're going to miss it on Hellhound Puppies. <laughs> um... <laughs> But we're going to have some shenanigans and and some light fun, especially needed after today's Kids on Bikes. Um, God, I do too much. Uh, Thursdays, catch me on Wandering DM for Dragon Age, where I DM our friends in some uh, inquisitorial shenaniganry. Saturdays, I do Dungeon Crossing, where you cross um, Animal Crossing and D&D in my Animal Crossing basement where I teach friends how to play, and it's both educational and hopefully fun. And then, um, like Latia mentioned, I'm creating a new RPG, a sci-fi Afrofuturist RPG called Into the Motherlands. It's premiering on my channel um, October 4th, and uh, it's funded and sponsored by Twitch. So uh, we're dropping cryptic hints, actually doing some press interviews next week. So Hmm. hang out, come by, and see what we've created with Into the Motherlands October 4th. Starting at four Pacific Six Central. Heck yeah, that's gonna be very exciting. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait for that. I'm very pumped. It's like the crew, the staff, like everyone who's on mm. on part of it. Very pumped. Um, anyways, I'm Masood. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marudboy M A H R U D E V O I. Um, I play here with the rivals on every uh, Sunday from uh, noon to three, as we usually do. Uh, this one, as we've been playing for Kids on Bikes, has been sponsored by Blue Microphone. So I want to give another shout out to them, to Joel over there for uh, providing us with this excellent sound quality and equipment. Um, really, we can do this without them. Um, and if you like this sort of content that we're doing, another way to support us and build that out is to go check out our Patreon. Um, it's the best way to show that you like that we're developing. And if you want to see more sort of like offshoots and streams like this, um, that explore some other tabletop games besides, uh, D and D or other goals that we have, feel free to go support us there. Um, you can also catch me, um, on usually on Tuesday nights with mythic odysseys of Theros, um, sponsored by Roll 20 with the indoor recess crew. Um, we had our season finale last Tuesday, so we are not playing D&D on Tuesday, but we will be having a Twitch watch party for Twilight because I have never seen it and they want to they want to watch it and I'm 
Come come see what that looks like. Uh, Get down. It's gonna now, be is, fun. Is, is it all the movies or like only the first? I one? think all of them are up there. I, also, I'm not the person to ask. I don't. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, but it, it'll it'll be what Yo, it is. Twilight, low key fire, man. Low don't, key. Don't don't gas me up if it's not if you're not dope. like see like, Tanya shaking your head like that. I, I went I in with very I went in with very low expectations yeah. because like my <laughs> wife uh, she uh, loves it and I was like. Okay, and I and when it over, I was like, you know what, you know what, it wasn't that bad. Okay. It wasn't that bad. I'll, I'll I'll take that with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah. Let me chat. Let me know if, whether or not I should feel that way. Uh, but yeah, we've been uh, rivals of Waterdeep. We're gonna be back on like honestly, very like just a little over an hour, right? Yeah, uh, very soon. <laughs> um, a little over, like almost almost two, two hours. hours. So feel free to come uh, check us out over on the uh, Pax channel. As we play uh, some wonderful D anD D, yeah, we can't wait. But and you have oh, a yeah, question? I do have a question. Oh, uh, thank you for reminding me. How did the mechanic? How do we bring the mechanics in? Um, yeah, and that question is from Judd underscore K. Okay. Yes. I I hate to do this. I recently installed a third monitor, and I'm losing my mouse constantly, and I just like <laughs> it's very frustrating. Um, oh. How the game mechanics uh, help us, uh, you all bring it. And by bring it, I'm going to like design. What does, yeah, that, what does mean? that mean? I'm going to say for for having a conversation with uh, Doug and John yesterday really helped me um, like sit with what they wanted for the game. Like um, it's about telling a good story. So like yeah. failures don't, feel like real failures you're not going to like perpetually get barred at something what it will do is you might not succeed the way you want but it'll give you a direction that'll provide more info and more value in a different manner um yeah can i add on to that Mm -hmm. i just wanted to say that was that's one of the things that i really like about this system and especially the way that you've been running it because you know when you primarily play uh, systems like D&D, you expect like these low rolls to mean, you know, no success at all. Right. Um, I like how you work a roundabout way of discovering what we need to into those low rolls. And then yeah. um, and then the the mechanic of adversity tokens, which is like you you didn't quite succeed at what you've done now. But here, take this coupon that you can redeem <laughs> For additional success later, <laughs> it's it's like a like truly it is a group on the most visceral like experience point that I could think of. Like you, yeah. you got experience from this moment from having to do something different or like operate in a manner differently, and now you can use it. Uh, yeah, I really mm-hmm. dig it. Um, but yeah, if you want to hear more about mechanics and more about sort of like the design and truly like really hear it from uh the folks who were building it out go check out our interview with uh doug and john it's it was awesome we had a blast um and i think they did too um but i am that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna say goodbye uh we'll be around <laughs> uh, we're gonna be out later um give you guys enough time to shake off this episode or just keep thinking about it <sighs> i know i will i'm uh, definitely gotta shake it off Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to go, I might go enjoy an adult beverage. So it's going to be real interesting. <laughs> I, DM. 
Uh, but uh, whenever you're ready to throw up the ending screen, we're going to go read yeah. the Critical Bard, who is on yes. episode two or three of the new show they're doing over at his oh, yeah, like the cre- channel Creature like the, Collector. Yeah, Creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I like a Pokemon episode- theme one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one it is, but uh, we love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace out. See ya. Bye.